Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back to And Remember We Love You. What are we talking about today, Kim? Today we're talking about uh, just culture and what we expose our children to. Uh, is this If this is your first time listening to our podcast, now that we have an Instagram page, <laughs> we might actually have new people listening to it. Should we re- You want to tell them why we pick this podcast name in case they haven't listened to the first episode? Okay, so we picked this podcast name, and remember we love you, because when Kim and I were children... Um, back in the 90s, when you actually had to call somebody's landline phone, and uh, if they didn't answer, you would go to their voicemail. Well, um, our voicemail message, my mom had Kim and I record a message, and I forget it said something like, reached our house, yeah. and the end always said, and remember, we, we love you. you. And it, we thought it was so embarrassing, like, if our friends were called, but all the adults just loved it. We're 13 years old, and this message is still, still on playing. our answering yeah, machine. it's still on the recording tape. So, I don't know how where the age range is, like, for people to remember, like, back in the 90s, when you actually had to call people houses and hope their parent don't pick up, because you got to <laughs> say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, yes. how was your day today? Can such and such speak on the phone, please? Not after 8 p.m., like, you know. hello? <laughs> Not after 8 p.m., you know. So, yeah. So, welcome back to this episode. And um, we started thinking about this idea because Kendra got a new CD and a CD, compact disc. Yes. I have um, India Irie, her latest album. It is called Worthy. Shout out to you, girl. I don't know if you're listening. You probably not. But it's okay. We can add her. I love this. Yes. I love her CD. And let me tell you, Miss India, that line where you say, I love my brown skin way before Wakanda. Yes, mm. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And yes, ma'am. Um, the CD wow. is just everything. The CD is everything. It's heavy and it's light. It's fun. It's, um, it's diverse. It makes you think. It makes you love. I really think, and I could be wrong. But I really think she's in love. Like, she's really in love. And, and it oh. could be you just in love with yourself. Right. But this album, it just feels like a whole love album. It's just some it's some good perspective on this album. It's 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 good from the first song to the last song. It, it's And it takes me back to... It's a mixture for me. It takes me back to... Voyage, if you're an Indie Ire fan, it takes me back to the Voyage, of Ender, Voyage to India mm-hmm. and Acoustic Soul... And I forget the third album. I forget the name of that. But it take it's like all of them mixed wow. up times ten. <laughs> like it's it. real good. It's she real looks good. beautiful on this it's album really cover. Good. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that line. This isn't uh, to do with what we're talking about today. But uh, yesterday I went to go pick up my child from daycare. And uh, I pick him up, and usually when we're at home, he'll say, Mama's beautiful face, or Dada's beautiful face. And we'll say, Okay, you're a beautiful face. But today, or yesterday, when I picked him up, uh, and he wanted me to pick him up, so I pick him up, give him a hug, and it's me, his teacher, and two other parents around. And these two parents are actually our neighbors. I'll talk to you about that later. Oh. But, um, <laughs> and he goes, Mama's brown face. <laughs> and he was so happy to see his mama's brown face. Oh, I was sweet. like, yes, mama's brown face. Oh. And everyone just started laughing. <laughs> but he was so happy to see his mama's brown face. Oh. Um, so, yeah, talking about 
culture and music and what we expose kids to. Um, I tend to be pretty conservative, and you are conservative too, on mm-hmm. what we want to expose our kids to. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about what we were exposed to culturally first. <laughs> okay, so when we were <laughs> when we were younger. We grew up in a very, very disciplined uh, Christian household. And when I mean, when I say discipline, I mean, um, my, our parents, they really didn't let us hear uh, what we call secular music. Worldly music worldly is what they music. called it back then. We grew up, listen, we didn't listen to the radio. We mm-hmm. only listened to Christian music, Christian CDs. We watched Christian cartoons. Yes. Um, Christian rap. Yeah, Christian rap. Once we got With a little Stephen Wiley. Oh, oh, man. Homeboys are rapping <laughs> on the street. They got the Reeboks on, <laughs> on the feet. feet. <laughs> Something. Something, something else. But anyway, it was it was good because I felt like that was all that we knew. That was so called the attitude. Like, Shout yeah, out to that song, yeah, the Stephen Wiley, Wiley, Helen Baylor, yes, um, uh, like CC Lyons, like people y'all know. Um, but yeah, like we had fun. I didn't feel like I was missing no, out on I anything. No. Or, I mean, except for that one time we were at the park with our friends and this big escape um, song came. What song was I don't it? know any of their I think it was Who music. Can I Run To yeah. came, um, came on in somebody's car and they were blasting and all the kids were singing it. And me and Kim were looking like, what are you guys singing? And they were looking at us like, are y'all aliens? aliens? Like, y'all don't know this song? And me and Kim were like, no, never heard of it. And at this time, like, Escape, that song the biggest was like girl the biggest group. song like, on the planet. But yeah. anyway, we never knew that we didn't know um, what the other kids knew or anything like that. Like, we didn't feel like we were missing anything. And to be perfectly honest... I'm glad that our parents did that. Like, I'm really I do. glad. I think kids like, have to I feel be like protected. we didn't grow up fast. I agree. Until we got to D.C. Then that they was got a different real. story. Yeah, it got real, real fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I appreciated that our parents were really um, intentional about protecting us yes. from um, music or TV or movies that could age us or sexualize us mm-hmm. yep. earlier than is you know necessary yeah so um that's so what happened later once we got to dc <laughs> though once we got to the district of hey, columbia love, this uh, is uh, prince george's crush. county maryland <laughs> i see you at the bus stop waiting, waiting every day, day. your man must think it's safe for you to travel that way, way. and i don't, don't want to violate your relationship so i'll be back in the cut with a crush that's a trip <laughs> look I used to, okay so at some point I don't remember. Well, I don't know if our parents got tired of us. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they just got old. Yeah. But yeah. at some point, they were like, fine. If Whatever. you want to listen to the radio, you can right. listen to the radio. If you want us, if they, if we wanted any music that wasn't Christian, it had to come from Walmart. Mm-hmm. It had to be the edited version. Yeah. So um, we just celebrated the 20th anniversary of Juveniles back that hey. a up, and we had yep, those we versions. We love. We it. had the edited Christian, <laughs> but not, well, not Christian, but the edited <laughs> version of that. <laughs> and and two, the other thing is, I really don't listen to the radio now, yeah. but I know when you and I were growing up. Everything was edited on the radio. Like there yes. wasn't no slip up. It's ridiculous now. now the how, stuff that mm, they play, mm, I don't the like edited it. version is it's even too, edited. Yeah, it's like it's they too don't explicit. care that kids 
might be listening. Yeah, no. Um, they say that ain't their ministry. They just hear to play the music. <laughs> so at some point, our parents let us listen to worldly music, secular music, and I. So I went from like listening to No Doubt on my radio to mm-hmm. Mariah Carey to all of a sudden I'm listening to LL Cool J all the time. <laughs> and, or uh, remember that song that Ludacris had? Uh, that's ah, gosh, I feel just inappropriate <laughs> thinking about this song but it's like uh what's your fantasy that's what it's oh, called i'm yeah. not gonna say the lyrics yeah. but i'll let you look them up if you want yeah. to it's ludicrous and shauna yeah your what's your fantasy and i was listening to that song like uh <laughs> and at one point dad heard me listening to that song and he was just like I can't believe you're listening to this. So he started saying the lyrics to embarrass me into not wanting to listen to that song again. And it worked. I was like, this is not cool. (laughs) But today it's like, like you were saying, the radio, and I I know it makes us sound like old conservative (laughs) ladies, but it's like. I feel like you really have to protect your children's mm-hmm. innocence. Yes, you do. And the easy way to get into um, expose them to ideas that they might not be emotionally or developmentally old enough to handle yeah. is through music. Because, you know, kids can memorize stuff yes. like that. Yes. And then they're in the house just randomly mm-hmm. singing lyrics that aren't appropriate. And then it normalizes that mm-hmm. behavior like you know shout out how we all it was normalized for r kelly to sing that song aj mm-hmm. nothing but a number yes yes hello mm-hmm. and how many times in pop culture around that time did you hear or did you even say like i remember saying things like well aj nothing but a number yeah <laughs> i know my little uh kindergartners they were singing um that Bruno Mars song, Sex by the Fire at Night. What? And they didn't even know what. And I was like, who said that? <laughs> and it was like one of the good little straight A students, like, never said anything. This was um, their playtime. But, and they pointed, and like, then all the kids started singing. I'm like, I was like, your parents let you listen to that? And they were like, Miss Clark, it comes on the radio. And I'm just like, oh my God. I know. Uh, To me, it feels like, and no judgment, because this is a uh, no judge zone. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, it seems like that's one of those sacrifices that, you know, when, and and I will go ahead and openly admit that this is an easier sacrifice for me to make because Mm -hmm. my husband typically drives our child to school because it's near each other. Mm -hmm. So he typically drives uh, our child to daycare and picks him up. So, for me, I don't really have to sacrifice. I listen to what I want. Except Mm -hmm. for when our child is in my car, then I'll switch to the kids' music Mm -hmm. um, or news. But I think that's part of the sacrifice that you just have to go ahead. Hey, the radio's the kids. The radio, like, for me, um, it's to the point now. I try to, like, do the radio thing, but, like, I can't. Mm -mm. Like, I have a playlist that's called All Ears Playlist. What? And, and, and it's cool because it doesn't have it does have some kid stuff on there, but it has some some music that they can listen to like uh like my kids love that Michael Jackson Human Nature song. Oh yeah. Like it's some stuff that is some songs by Tony Braxton that they can listen right, to. Right. You know, and um they have their little kid music that they listen to too, but 
my thing is, it's not the, to me, the music can be corrected. That can be done easily. We just going to not listen to nothing, or we going to listen to this playlist, right. or I can put in a gospel CD. Right. Um, shout out to Our Roots. <laughs> Helen Baylor, that's and Our I think, Roots. <laughs> I think, more importantly, I was talking to these women um, during my training last weekend, and they were saying, they had older kids. Matter of fact, their kids were about to, um, 18 going off to college and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, the lady was like, you know what, everybody um, everybody loves, but I hate is Nickelodeon and Disney. Mm. She said, I hate it. I hate the commercials. Yes. And I hate the kids shows on there because they talk back to their parents. They're mean to their siblings. Yes. And I said, yes. you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I sat and I watched these shows. Um, and granted, I love the fact that now... Um, they have these shows and they have black cast, but and they have, they like, I love that. But then on the other part, it's like, dang, you got to watch the whole show to get to the, uh, and part kids where they don't have yeah, that, that, have that, that, um, that, that ability to yes. know. And that's actually research based. I was reading a book about that, that the kids, they don't get, they don't understand. They don't make the connection from the bad behavior happening throughout the show to the resolution at the, at the end. end. Right. So, I would be telling my kids, okay, only <laughs> Disney Junior and Nick Junior. My kids are 8 and 11. So, they're like, oh, that stuff's for babies. I'm right. like, okay, well, you ain't got to watch nothing. <laughs> so, I mean, that that I have more of an issue with that. I do, too. Than the music. Like, the music, I, like, I, I love me, um, Cardi B. Oh, I love Cardi. And uh, Pusha T and all that. But my kids ain't listening to that. That's no. that's easy. They just I just don't put it on. I don't no. play it when they're around me. But the TV, these big corporations, and people think because Nickelodeon's in front of it or Disney's in front of it that they, they're pushing out some you. good stuff. And that's not the truth that's not, at You all. still have to be vigilant. You still have like, to be I'd vigilant. I'd rather my kids watch... Uh, an adult show, like a show like me and you watch, then some of these kids shows or right. teen shows that they have available. It's like, I agree. really? And it just teaches them commercialism yeah. as well. Like they have a snooty, snotty attitude. I know. Like, and these like, that's kids cool. getting paid, first of all. They're getting paid right. to do that. Second of all, they, like you said, they come to a re- resolution at the end. Third of all, they ain't going to try that with their real mama and daddy. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, No. But it's, I think that's more of an issue than just the music. But um, Well, then also, at some point, what the kids interact with at school. Because, yes. you know, it's not, especially once we got to D.C., yes. PG County, Maryland, oh my. we were exposed to more things in school then yes then we had i think then we had ever been I yeah meeting talk this about girl that. she was she was really sweet to me she used to always get in trouble but I, I don't know i've always been a loner so i've never had a lot of friends or anything like that but this girl i'm not gonna say her name but um she was really she was one person who was really really nice to me and she lived in uh this area called palmer park of y'all pg county mm-hmm. y'all know what i'm talking about and we get up there, she is bringing me candy every day. And I'm like, oh, man, she's so cool. She's always bringing me candy. Come to find out, her and her brother, were before they got on the bus, they were going to the corner store and stealing candy. Mm. And the police came up to get her one day. And I'm like, what is going on? And her parents came up and da-da-da-da. And she had explained once that she had got suspended and all this other stuff. Once she came back, she was telling me, yeah, we were stealing, but we're not going to steal from there anymore. And... 
you know, my, she was telling me the story, like, her mom's going to buy her candy and da-da-da. But then, like, after she was at school, after she got suspended, she was at school for, like, two weeks, I want to say. My memory, this is, this was, like, in, what, sixth grade, fifth grade, yeah. something like that. After the two, I think it was about two weeks, I want to say, she never came back to school. That was the last I saw of her. Oh, and I've never man. heard of anyone my age stealing candy. Like, and I'm just sitting there. She's like, here's the Twix. And she would bring me, like, king size stuff. And I'm like, dang, this girl's cool. Yeah. <laughs> she would get in trouble in school, but she wasn't a bad kid. Right. But I remember, like, when the cops and all that stuff, they got her out of class. And I'm like, dang, like, I, I hope I ain't in trouble, too, because I've been eating, eating up this it. candy. Like, so, and all we know is gospel music. You say, yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, sir. You say, yep. You, you don't say, can I? You say, may, may I? I? You don't say, I don't know. You know, you, I mean, it's just, like, you come home, you do your chores, you do your homework. You Like, I don't know. It was just a whole It was a cold. And, like, uh, Kendra and I talked about this briefly before. <laughs> it's, like, language was different. Our parents growing up. Our parents didn't drink. They didn't have alcohol in our house. Nope. They don't smoke. Nope. They didn't swear. Nope. Um, so it was just in hearing kids using those yes. words are like, I don't say, we. neither of us really say uh, the N-word. Yeah. And so, like, it was just not something that yeah. we were exposed to, yeah. but we right. were at school. Right. At school, it was yeah. a lot of that. Yes. It was school is crazy but i mean i liked it because it, I, I don't too. know it's exciting and <laughs> <laughs> gets the people going <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was it was exciting but so how do you because i think because it was exciting for us mm-hmm. there was a couple of bad choices maybe made at some points we're not gonna go into all that <laughs> but like how do you strike the balance between um you know, protecting your child mm-hmm. and also not making the bad stuff seem exciting. Like, even when we would right. go visit our cousins, yes. our cousins lived very differently than very us. Differently. And to me, at times, it seemed so much more fun. Yes. And so much more exciting. Yeah. Um, I think for me, where the balance, I don't know, I always, that's my key word is balance in everything in life. But I think the balance with this is just going to purely be from foundation Mm. because your kids are going to have to go out into the world. That's just going to be it unless they're a hermit. And no, No. I don't believe that. (laughs) I don't believe in it. No. So you have to set a strong foundation and say, okay, this is who you are. This is what we believe in. These are your morals. These are your values. Cause they're going to be around other people. Right. Who some may curse. Some may be, uh, you know, have a bad influence, blase, blase. But you know who you are. Right. Like, I knew who I was, even though we went to these public schools with all types of kids from all different backgrounds. Right. I knew who I was, and I was scared of mom. <laughs> yeah, I was scared of mom, too. <laughs> but I, more importantly, I knew who I was. So, although, like you said, I may have, I don't even think I made that many bad choices, but I may have, uh, you know. But I mean, how, do you, how do you do that for a child? So, you have always been very strong-willed and very like you have always never ever ever really cared about others opinions Mm -hmm. so on one level staying true to your foundation earlier quicker or it's easier it has been easier for you because that's just 
your nature is mm-hmm. to not care as much. Mm-hmm. So how do you, because we've talked before on the podcast about how like your daughter is more like me. Mm-hmm. And that Absolutely. I also always knew who I was, but I'm a little bit more like, mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, you want to skip school today? Okay. <laughs> I think, well, I don't I mean, I never got, got into to, anything. Yeah, she, you never got. You still have straight A's and all nah, that. I, I mean, I didn't part, get. You did. I didn't get into too much trouble. I didn't get into this, any real trouble. Thing, I didn't though. get into anything that like would cost that has high, right. yeah, high high cost to like my life trajectory. I didn't because I was also very very scared of mom, right, <laughs> and, dad and like getting in trouble. So I didn't do anything like that. But I think I probably made a few more mistakes or things that were less I don't know more irresponsible because I didn't have that same sort of you're just sort of natural well this is what I want to do you don't want to do it well okay right yeah (laughs) (laughs) well I I don't know to each his own everybody has everybody has their own path and their own journey so even though you made a couple, you was like, oh, well, we'll skip school today. Da, da, da. You still had straight A's. Like, you still did what you were supposed to do. And, again, that goes back to your foundation. So, do I think my kids are going to be perfect? No. But I've given them a foundation. Yeah. And now it's, they can make their own choices when right. I'm not around. But prayer for... And then I pray for my kids. Prayer, I pray, prayer is so important. It does. It change, It can change the trajectory of a lot of things. Right. So, I mean, and, like, our parents pray for us. And that's what... Still us. pray for and us. Still pray for us, and that's what kept us. To be honest, that's God's grace kept us. That's from, true. <laughs> from doing some stuff. Because <laughs> uh, I rolled in a couple Hello? of bad neighborhoods Hello? once or twice, and it wasn't that wasn't that smartest choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I don't know. Your path is your path, and you are going to make some mistakes, and that's okay. It it, it adds spice to you. Build your character. I lied you and went down to some... Florida <laughs> <laughs> for a spring break. I somehow finagled my friend, but one of my friends, I think she was the valedictorian, she called, we did something that we convinced our parents that we were had adults yep. going with us. Yeah. Was that for like a, like a senior trip Senior or trip. Something? A we fake, could, a fake a senior, fake senior trip. <laughs> Man, I'm just glad, in hindsight, I'm so glad all of y'all made it back alive. I know. Because y'all went on a fake, there are people going on real senior trips. And <laughs> never come back. Look, we were down at Daytona Beach <laughs> turning up, up a fake A trip. fake senior trip to Daytona oh Beach. Oh my goodness. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So this is what we doing. This is what we doing? Okay, let's go. Let's get on this Greyhound. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It is. It just goes back to the foundation and checking in. And I hope that my house is the house that once my uh, child is older, that everybody hangs out at. Yeah. That way I, I can love that. observe all of y'all. Yes. I, I'll spend however much money you want me to spend in snacks. Right, exactly. To keep Hello? all the kids just at my on. house. Just stay here. Exactly. <laughs> just come on here. What do you think about the exposing, you know, how in Europe they give kids a little bit of alcohol? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I never thought about that, but I mean... I don't know how they grades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they say then that makes it so that it's not uh, once they are of oh, age. So it's not like so. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh, I'm gonna yeah, just binge drink yeah. now. 
But it's just like a little bit at different family events. Once they're old enough, yeah. they're like, oh, you want to taste this? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think when my children become able to drink of legal age, I'm going to give them something really nasty. And so they can be like, ew, why do people drink this? And I'm like, I don't know. That's, you're assuming, though, that they won't drink before then. Because when they go off to college... That's true. That's that's very true. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, you know, I always tell my kids, I, you know, people do drugs and people are alcoholics. And I'm just showing them people on the street, like, you, you can do that if you want to do that. This is what's going to happen. I, I, so, <laughs> and, and I will tell, you know, we have histories of addictions in our family. And uh, on my husband's side, there's um, people who have had problems with addiction. So I think I would be open and fr- upfront with my child about, you yeah. know, some people can have one drink mm-hmm. for their whole life and never care at all. Mm-hmm. But for other people, right. it just takes that one drink yeah. to set you on a life path that's yeah. like yeah, not what you want. It can always change. Right. It can right. always change, but... You can make things more difficult yeah. for yourself. But, yeah, you're right. Just talking with them about them and just going back to that foundation. Yeah. Well, guys. Oh, goodness. We've been chit-chatting a bunch. That's 25 minutes. We try to keep it a little bit lower than that. Right? But, because uh, <laughs> we, we know parents got things to they do. do. You ain't got time to be sitting listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, thank you. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, well, that's it for this week. And, and remember, we love you. Have a wonderful week.